Hi, this is Regeline Sabah, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Alexa Oliva. Alexa Oliva is the president of BOWA Studios, that's BOA Studios, Conference Reel Demo, Sizzle, Legacy, and Digital Reels. Welcome to the show, Alexa. Hello, Gigi. Thank you so much for having me here. This is really exciting. And it's an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you are from? Well, where I'm from and who I am and all that good stuff. Uh, actually, I was born in New York, but I, I was raised in Miami and I'm still in Miami. So I'm definitely a Miamian. Uh, my parents, I was the first American born on both sides. Both of my parents were born in Colombia and immigrated in the late 60s to New York. Uh, but my mom got asthma, so we moved to South Florida and it went away. And um, uh Nowadays, I mean, do you want to know like background of as far as educational and things like that? Yes. Or talk to us. All right. Um, so I'm the first college graduate on both sides of the family. I graduated from the University of Miami with a degree in business and marketing. And I'm still doing the same things because that's my passion. That's what I'm good at. Um, putting together marketing strategies for businesses and uh, just creating their action plans to see how they're gonna move forward and brand themselves appropriately. So that's my passion. And um, while, while we were doing that, we ran an advertising agency for 16 years, right out of college. And um, we were doing brands like Sony, HBO, AXN, City of Sunny Isles. I mean, you name it, we were, we were hitting some big hitters up there and uh, was doing commercials for them, uh, product reels, all these interesting types of, of video I started really falling in love with at that time. And um, then slowly, my husband at that time was building his career in, in teaching and traveling around the world. At the time, I was also raising little babies. So it was impossible to go with him all the time, but he became an international uh, order. And so he travels around the world and I would go with him to these conferences sometimes when I could fly in and out really quickly. And, and we created a reel for him and it was fabulous. It was a fabulous reel. And everybody was like, oh my God, how do I get one of those? And I was like, oh God, you've been filming for years. Uh, but after like, you know, six or seven or eight times that someone came up to us, they were like, wow, I really, really want one of these. And I turned to my business partner, Val, and I was like, Val, how do we come up with a formula so that we could provide these reels? And she was like, I don't know, let's, let's put it together. So now we have a formula where we go to conferences, live conferences, and we're able to do a demo reel, which normally can run you anywhere from three to $5,000. We do them under $2,000. And it has all the bells and whistles, testimonials, you on stage, you're being interviewed, pictures, logos, music, voiceover, all the bells and whistles. And so that is a lot of fun because I get to travel, well, used to prior to Corona, used to travel all over the world doing these conference reels. But then something interesting happened when we were doing one of these conferences. We were on the border of Guatemala. And am I right? Do you want me to keep going or? <laughs> okay. So we're on the border of Guatemala and I see this billboard that says, be careful with human trafficking on the borders or whatever. And I was like, oh, whoa, these people have an issue. Then we went back to our hotel room in Belize and turn on the TV and there it was, be careful with human traffickers. I was like, ooh, these people, man, they got issues. I was like, dumb American at the time, right? Had no idea. I was on the board of the Miami Beach Chamber of Commerce at the time and Homeland Security came in and did a presentation for us and told us that in Miami, we're number three 
for human trafficking. And the best part is the children between 12 to 14 years old are the primary target audience. I was like, what? I got two of those at home. No, no, no. I said, Agent Williams, are you doing these for the children? Because I'm going to go home and tell my kids and they're not going to believe this. And, I, and, and he was like, uh, no, there's no funding. And I was like, Val, <laughs> Val, can we open up a nonprofit organization and uh, force Bert to be our spokesperson so that we can teach the children awareness campaigns, let them know about the dangers, social issues, prevention of human trafficking, bullying, sexual assault. And she was like, you're nuts. And I'm like, yes, I am. So uh, we opened up our nonprofit organization and we became a 501c3 in 2014. And it was something, I mean, when we got the news that we got approved, we were in tears and it was a dream come true. And so now we travel around the world teaching these assemblies, um, teaching the children, not only the dangers of those social issues, but also at the same time, we take that opportunity to empower them, to teach them leadership, to teach them social skills that they're not aware of at the moment, and to let them know what are the community resources that they have available in whatever part of the country they're in. So that's our passion. <laughs> I love it. Now, was there a time in your life journey where you experienced an aha moment? An aha moment? I don't know. I think for me, aha moments happen every single morning when I open my eyes and I get out of bed and I'm like, aha, the day has begun. <laughs> but uh, I mean, for me, one of the, the biggest eye openers was in 2000. Uh, I was I met these angels and they introduced me to this whole new world and a new relationship with God that I was not familiar with. And I always ran on faith, but I didn't understand it until that moment, because right after that, I got pregnant with my third child, unknowingly. I, I, somehow it happened, right? And um, I uh, was six months pregnant. I went to the doctor and he said, uh, please have a seat. Um, so your baby has a neural tube defect. And I was like, huh? What the heck is that? I've already had two normal children. All my friends have normal children. What the heck is an NTD? And uh, they said, well, um, looks like your child has an uh, like five or seven centimeter opening in the bottom of his spine. Uh, we won't know for sure, but um, he might come with birth defects, um, mental defects. He might not be able to control his bowels. He might not be able to walk, might be paraplegic, quadriplegic. I mean, just they painted this incredible picture of possibilities, which are possible. When my son was born, he was born with myelomeningocele. And basically he had a golf ball sticking out the back of his um, back by his waist. And it was incredible. It was earth shattering to me. And I didn't know what was gonna happen. So when he was five days old, he got operated and he was sliced from hip to hip. And it took him years, months to heal, years of therapy. And now he is a normal, normal kid. So that aha moment, the aha moment was about me, that I put all my faith in God. I only cried once that day that they told us that he had that when I was telling my family what happened. Because the rest of the time, I was just in God's hands. That's it. That, that aha moment has taken me now, I'm 20 years in and I still, I look at him and I'm proud of me. That is absolutely inspiring. Thank you for sharing that with us. Now tell us more about the major challenges that you've had to overcome in your life. Ooh, challenges, boy, they just keep on coming, man. Those never stop. <laughs> Those never stop, especially as an entrepreneur. 
Um, you know, I think that one of the biggest challenges and one of the things that a lot of people aren't aware of is that when you start a career, when you start on a journey, you should find a good mentor. You should find someone who's already acquired that particular craft and been a success, you know, and hunt them down, go after them, look them up and, and befriend them and do whatever you can, serve them and, and learn it. Because if you don't do that, it's a lot more challenging. And so I wish I would have learned that, you know, in my 20s or even in my 30s, but I didn't get to really understand that concept of looking for a good mentor until I was in my 40s. And, um, and, and now I recognize it. And now when I see someone, I go for it. I, I, and I guess that's the thing is the older you get, the more you're like, you know what? I just don't care. I don't have time to sit here and, and, and doubt myself. I'm just going to go for it and, and, you know, and put my, my, my faith in God and good results are going to happen. And my life has shifted so much since I shifted that mental state. I mean, it, it started from, I, I weigh 275 pounds. So you want to talk about challenge? I couldn't even take my kids to Bush Gardens or Disney World without worrying that they, you know, I couldn't get the belt around me. I couldn't fly on an airplane because I didn't even know they had those extenders until I lost the weight. <laughs> I had no idea they had those on airplanes. So, I, I mean, I, I was holding back on living my life, even though I still lived because I've always had this like over the top personality. My, my children tell me, mom, you're so extra. Can you tone it down? I'm like, Absolutely not. Extra is me, and this is me. Take it or leave it. Whoever whoever I don't click with and I don't have the chemistry with, I just don't have time for you in my life then because I'm going to live my life to the fullest because you know what Bert says? Tomorrow's never promised. Bert is my husband, by the way. Uh, tomorrow's never promised. So today I'm living every moment and loving it, enjoying the journey. And that was the hardest thing. I think the hardest challenge I had to overcome, learn to enjoy the journey, no matter what the punches are. Amen enjoy the journey. I love it. Now, in regards to finding a mentor, how important is it also to take personal responsibility for yourself? A lot of folks say, oh, well, I have a mentor, but things are still not working out. So they think <laughs> that they just have to give it all to their mentor. But how important is it to show up for yourself as well? People don't know how to show up for themselves at all. I think it's something that we need to learn early on. And that's why I think if you, when you find a good mentor, someone who, who's been there, who's overcome the challenges, they can uh, help guide you through that. Because <clears throat> a lot of people spend time blaming others, blaming the weather, blaming their significant other, blaming their parents, blaming everything that's happened in their lives. But we control our lives and how we react to whatever happens to us is up to us always. That choice is ours, always. You can choose to live in misery and you can choose to live in action. You can choose to live in love. You can choose to live however you want. And it's always up to you. And you, but what does responsibility mean? It means that you, every moment of your life, you're going to choose. Am I going to take my right foot and put it in front of me? Am I going to take my left foot and put it right next to that? Am I going to open my hands? Am I going to look at this? Am I going to spend some time with Gigi having fun? Absolutely. I chose this and I choose this. I choose this. And I think that's what people don't understand, that they get to choose how they want to live their lives. I love it. And now you mentioned God. How important is your relationship with God to you? And also for the listeners today, if they don't have a relationship with him, how can they take those first steps to do so? Listen, I don't slap the Bible at all. What I have is a one-on-one -on -one connection with God. I speak to him all the time. I pray every day. I meditate every day. 
And that's just for me, that higher power, that spiritual connection, that is my everything. Above myself is God. Above my children is God. Above my husband and my parents is God. God is number one for me in my life. And then everything else comes in. I love it. Now, can you tell us more about motivational missions? My passion project, of course. Um, so motivational missions is super important to me because uh, being a mom, I'm a mom in a community, right? And so you think that you can protect your children as, you know, oh, that's never going to happen because I don't let my kids go over here. And I, and that's never going to happen because I'm not going to let my kids do that. And and you can't control everything around your children always. You can control them when they're smaller to a certain extent and you have less and less control as they get older and as they become uh, young adults. My God, you have zero control, let alone when they're adults, right? <laughs> we have no say, we just have guidance. And, um, and so I was like, well, how can I help make a difference? How do I get this information into the children so that it's important to me? And some people have asked me in, you know, in this journey, a lot of people have asked me, I don't have any children. What difference does it make? I don't have any children around me. I don't have any nieces or nephews. Yes, but you're part of a community. Whether you have children, nieces, neighbors, people in your community, you know what? It matters because that energy is all around us. And if we can help shift that energy around the world just a little bit, it you know, it, it, it creates that ripple effect where it, it, it affects all of us. If you have someone who's been a victim of, say, uh, human trafficking, living next door to you or down the street from you, that energy is in your backyard and your front yard and all around your house. Not to mention if they're seeking help from uh, social services or government entities or all that stuff, guess who's paying for it? You are because they're in your community. So you have to care because we are all part of a community. Every single one of us lives in a community somewhere around the world. So you need to care about your neighbors. How much more beautiful is your life when you can embrace people? <laughs> Don't we miss that? The hugs, right? Nowadays, we absolutely miss the hugs, the connection, that energy that you get when you're one-on-one -on -one with someone, when you're surrounded by people, especially cool people, like-minded people. Oh my God, that's just, it blows your mind, right? And so that's what it's about. It's about <clears throat> motivational missions is about bringing that human connection. And that's what, what we pride ourselves in. We bring that human connection, whether it's one-on-one, -on -one, whether we're talking to victims, whether we're preventing victims, whether we're in assemblies with you know thousands of children or community leaders. Um, we give those messages that are applicable for them to you know spread the love. That's what it's about. Amen spread the love. And you also, again, mentioned human trafficking. I am so honored to have you as a speaker on the panel for our global virtual panel of human trafficking survivors <laughs> to raise awareness and to educate. So thank you. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. Now, can you tell us more about BOA World? BOA World is an organization that my husband started in 1994. Um, like I said, he's an international speaker. And originally, BOA was Burt Oliva Wealth Academy because those were the types of programs that he was, was teaching on many years ago. Um, but then one day, we opened ourselves to this journey and it became BOA, Be One With Another. And so that is the, the, the holding company for our different companies that we have. Um, and basically what we do there is we have developed almost 30 years 
of programming for self-development and business foundation. We're business strategists. Uh, some people don't understand what it's like to build their, the, the, the solid foundation for their business. And so that's what Bert is an expert on. And, and, and I have, you know, like a division of that that I help with. Um, and so some, some people have never written their mission statement or have not initiated a business plan. They don't have their exit strategy. They don't have an action plan for their marketing. They don't understand the different avenues that it takes or how to have the proper insurances or the right connections. And so those kind of strategies are the ones that we build with our clients. Very powerful. Now, what is your why that keeps you going? My, my goal, my number one goal in life and I love to collect friends. My goal is to collect as many friends as I can from all over the world, break bread with them, have experiences with them, conversations, hugs, and just an exchange of energy. You know, a lot of people say, oh, it's my children. Yeah, that's the given. But no, for me, it's collect those friendships. That's the most important thing to me, aside from the, the you know, the obvious. That is incredible. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Wow. Surround yourself with the right people. Uh, Bert always says, choose, love your family, choose your friends. Because that's all you can do. You know, and a lot of times our families become our naysayers, uh, the negative forces that pull us down, or sometimes our friends just don't understand. And one thing that I know that absolutely uh, terrifies me that I see all the time is that someone takes advice from, people always have their opinions, right? And they're giving their advice free, whether you want it or don't want it. People are giving you their advice for free. But I don't like taking advice from anyone unless they have achieved a level of success that I believe is something that I admire or would like to position myself behind. Because if you've never driven a Ferrari and you drive a Hyundai, how are you gonna give me advice on how to get a Ferrari? You don't know. So if you've never bought a house, how are you going to give me advice on what house to buy? If you've never done investments, how are you going to tell me what I can invest in? If you don't have a, a successful marriage, how are you going to give me marriage counseling? <laughs> we met a lady one time in a conference that said she was a relationship expert. And Bert asked her, are you married? No. Do you have a boyfriend? No. Do you have children? No. What kind of relationship expert are you? Jeez. <laughs> And so that is, that is absolutely, listen, my entire life, I've had a massive weight challenge. So I'm never going to teach you fitness. I'm only going to tell you the things that work for me because my, my formula was this, and this is the result that it gave me. My formula might not be right for you and your body chemistry and your DNA and all that stuff. So I love it when people always come at me, especially when I was 275 pounds and they were like, you know, you should really try this diet. Oh God, can I tell you how many diets I tried trying to lose that weight? <laughs> and so I didn't shift this. This did not change. And if if I show you pictures of what I used to look like, holy cow, people are like, God, I never realized you were like that. I was 275 pounds and I was invisible. <laughs> people never noticed me. They'd meet me like 10 times and be like, oh, I'm so glad we met. And I'm like, we met last month. What's wrong with this person? <laughs> I was invisible. Nobody liked to pay attention to the fat girl. Now, you talk about having weight challenges. Let's talk about that for a moment for the listeners that are listening in today. What is your best advice to those individuals to never give up? those that might be on the verge of committing suicide because of their weight challenges or have depression. 
you know what? You need to realize what's good for you and what you're willing to push forward, what you're willing to sacrifice. You have to sacrifice something for success, whether it's time, money, something. In order to be successful in something, you know what? Put down the Starbucks, eliminate the Starbucks, you know, or get your feet on the ground and at least check into the gym. I'm not saying go to the gym for three hours because for me, that just doesn't work. I don't have, I don't have the amount of time or discipline to go three hours to a gym every day, but I had the discipline in the beginning to at least show up to the gym for five minutes and say, Hmm, I'm going to be ready for this one day. <laughs> and then I started going to the gym and I said, you know what? I'm going to drop off my son. Uh, at school and I'd circle the gym, go in and walk for 15 minutes and then get out. And I was like, okay, I did 15 minutes of the gym, you know? Cause that's the one thing that we used to get when we were in grade school, right? The pat on the back, the stars, the happy faces. When we're adults, none of that happens. <laughs> you have to do it yourself. And then I just kept increasing and increasing. And then I was like, you know what? I gotta take my vitamins. Oh, as a matter of fact, I haven't taken them today. So I take 12 vitamins a day you know, and I, and I pack them into these little packs because I'm not going to open 12 bottles a day. So I spend 30, um, I spend, uh, like 30 minutes watching television, packing my vitamins into these little baggies once a month so that I could just grab and go. <laughs> so, and then I started going to the doctor, you know, so it was little itty bitty increments to, uh, 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 get my goal. And then what was even more fabulous is then I was like, Oh, okay. Now I'm ready for my hair. Now I'm ready for makeup and now I'm ready for clothes. And now I fit in the clothes I want to wear. And, and that was really exciting. And the more I, uh, positive feedback I kept getting, the more inspired I was, but I was also surrounding myself by people that weren't putting me down. They were just cheering me on for every little step that I took. So having the right tribe around you is absolutely necessary for you to grow in whatever direction you want, spiritual, mental, financial, you need the right tribe. Have the right tribe. I love it. Very powerful. Yeah. And also you mentioned something very important. Take small steps today in regards to your health. <laughs> very important. Alexa, thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. I appreciate you. Now, where can the audience find you? Easy. You can just go to meetalexa.com and that'll take you to my social media avenues. I'm active on social media, all of them. Uh, AlexaOliva.com, Alexa <laughs> Oliva and all this, uh, the social medias. Very easy to find. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, check out Alexa at meetalexa.com. And Alexa, thank you again for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. You have a blessed day. Gigi, thank you. Thank you for the powerful questions. You're welcome.